0: Good evening, Island Church. Here it is, Friday evening, May the 22nd, and we're going to conclude our teaching on sanctification. We're there in the book of Daniel, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how they were just sanctified uh, by the law, by God that they served. Uh, They would not eat the king's meat. They would not bow to the king's gods. Uh, They just lived, sanctified, unto the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the covenants that Israel had with those gods. That's a, that's a very powerful statement because they were doing it uh, at the risk of losing their life. Uh, they had been caught, uh, music was played, they were supposed to bow down and worship. All of the different nations that were represented there in the dedication of this of this demon image uh, were, were there to worship it. You know, there's always such an issue when it comes to worship. Uh, they were there to worship and uh they all bowed down, uh, but there were three that didn't bow. Listen, it may not be uh, that we're in the majority (laughs) of this world in these last days when our world may be bowing down to many of the demon things uh, that's coming upon this earth. We're going to have to be strong enough and sanctified enough to stand up in the midst of it, and I guarantee you, God will empower us to do it. Uh, when we last saw them, uh, they had been caught. They were given another chance. Uh, they were like, you know, uh, we're going to play the music again. We're going to give you a chance to do it. Uh, kind of a threat from ne- uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Who is that God that shall deliver thee out of my hands? See, Nebuchadnezzar had this had this idea that because he had conquered uh, the 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 the, the people of Israel, the nation of Israel that he had conquered their God. But he had not conquered their God because God is not just the God of the nation of Israel. God is the God of the universe. God is the one and only true God. So he makes that statement, who is that God uh, that shall deliver thee? Now I like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego—they're, you know, they're just—they're sharp kids. They're, <laughs> uh, they're full of God. Uh, they're full of a uh, of sanctification in their life, and they—they they have made a decision. We're going to serve God if it costs us our lives. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego—this would be there in verse. Um, uh, let me find it here. Verse sixteen. It says, uh, "Answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so.'" Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Now listen, there's nothing negative in what they said. Uh, uh, The reason they said, uh, uh, let me find it here again. If it be so, O God, the God whom we serve, he is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. Their, Their history of their nation was saturated With God delivering David, delivering Moses, delivering the entire nation, delivering Joshua. uh, Just this powerful, supernatural deliverance of God in the lives and the history of the nation of Israel. But they'd probably never heard any kind of a story of anybody being delivered out out of a fiery furnace. But they would say this, our God is able to do it. And then they said this, our God will do it. See, now that's faith in operation. And there's some, something about sanctification when you do not have the weight of rebellion and sin and unrighteousness in your soul and in your mind and in your flesh. There's something about sanctification that causes faith to go to its highest levels. There is a boldness that comes into your heart. Literally, it causes you to be unafraid. Lee and I were in a situation one time in another nation where they told us that we shouldn't go down to the place we should go to and hold a conference. Uh, There were about six or eight other speakers in that conference, all of them canceled because of the extreme danger. Now that was there, and the danger was real, it was legitimate, but God had put a peace in our heart. Listen, we lived sanctified lives, we loved the Lord, we were there on assignment. We got on that airplane and we flew down into that area that was very, uh, uh, just very much in turmoil, and we preached for seven days, a uh, five days, excuse me, five days, seven services a day, saw the glory of God, the protection of God, the goodness of God. And I'm telling you, sanctification had a part of that. And literally, when you live that sanctified life that God has called you to live, any time there's a challenge to your faith, your faith will take hold and a boldness will come upon you. So they made the statement. "Say, listen, man, our God is going to do it. It says, and He will deliver us out of thy hand, O King. Now notice this. He says, but if not be it known unto O King that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the, uh, worship the golden image, uh, which thou hast set up. Now, saying, "But if not," was not doubt and unbelief. Saying, "But if not," was a challenge to the king. We don't care what happens. Our God shows up and delivers us. Our God makes a decision not to show up. He can do it. He is well able to do. It. Doesn't matter. We're still not going to serve your gods. That's literally the strength of sanctification right there. There's been many people martyred, many people have lost their lives because they made a decision. Uh, I went to a homeschool graduation of, a, uh, of a, uh, some people that we knew and their daughter was graduating. She'd been homeschooled all of her life and there was a graduation where many of the homeschool uh, 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 families of the Galveston and Harris County area had come together, probably about 2,500 people there. And the keynote speaker was the father of one of the daughters that was killed uh, at Columbine High School. And and he talked about her and talked about how she was kind of rebellious. And then all of a sudden she went to some type of meeting and she really got fired up for God, got turned on to God, began to get rid of all of the stuff uh, that was of the world, flesh and the devil and really begin to serve God. And on that fateful day, when that gunman put that gun in her face, his challenge to her was this, you deny God, you deny Jesus and I'll spare your life. And she said, I'm not going to do it. And the guy pulled the trigger and killed her. Listen, that is a powerful statement right there. Listen, I know it's a, life is precious, life is to be lived, life is to be enjoyed, but there's something greater than the life we live on the earth, and that is the life that we have in God, which is eternal and forever. It says here that after they made that statement, verse 19, Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the form of his visions was changed. That means his whole body, he was so mad you couldn't even tell who he was. He said he was mad against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said, therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times more than it was wont to heat. Have you ever felt like that you've been in a situation and it's gotten seven times worse? Well, it may be the enemy's trying to challenge your sanctification. It says he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the fire. Listen, these were the most valuable men and these were the most necessary men. And these men bound them in their coats, and and their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments. And they were cast in the midst of the burning furnace, a burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, the furnace was exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, isn't that, that's incredible. The fire was so hot, they heated it seven times. And his most valuable, necessary men threw him in, and the fire was so hot, it killed him right there. It killed him right there on the spot. He said, uh, 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 let me find it here. It says, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. So listen, that's where the enemy wants to get you. He wants you to fall down into the midst of the fire and the the fiery furnace of your current situation i like verse 24 though listen to this it says then nebuchadnezzar the king astonished uh, uh, astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire and they answered and said unto, unto the uh, said unto the king and he answered and said lo i see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire And they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fire furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, you servants of the Most High God. Changed this tune real quick, didn't he? Your servants of the Most High God, come forth, come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth from the midst of the fire, And the princes, governors, captains, king, counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their heads singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed upon them. Man, I'm telling you, this is one of the greatest testaments to sanctification right here. We're not going to bow. We're we're not going to burn. Our faith is in God. He is well able. He's going to show up. If he doesn't show up, we still ain't bowing and burning. And I'm telling you, God deliver them. Jesus showed up. He said, man, he has the likeness of the Son of God. That, that wasn't an angel. That was, that, was, that was Jesus. That was the pre-incarnate Word of God right there in the midst of that fiery furnace with, with him. The smoke didn't even get on them. Their hair was not singed. Their clothes were not touched. They were totally and absolutely delivered out of that situation. You know, that is the work of sanctification in our lives right there. Every one of us has gone through the fiery furnaces of life. These fiery furnaces can be physical, financial. Right now, it seems like the enemy has heated the furnaces seven times hotter. And he's got all kinds of people wanting to throw us into the furnace. But the good news is, we are God's sanctified people. Set apart for worship. Set apart for service. Set apart for protection and promotion by the word of a mighty God. You read the rest of the story, you see that Nebuchadnezzar himself, where he had a, a, a dictate to get them to worship this demon God, now turned it around and said, we're going to worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I guarantee you the same thing is true of us today. People are watching us in the fiery furnace of the trials that we're all going through. And in most people's lives, they're in it by themselves. But in our life, We're in it. with the King of kings and Lord of lords. And I'm telling you, we're coming out of this thing. We're not even going to smell like smoke. And we're going to see a momentum and a blessing in our lives like we've never seen before. God bless you. Begin to tune in uh, there on Monday night. We'll begin a series on the protection of God in the midst of the evil day. We love you. Be sure and be in service this weekend. Two services at 9 and at 11. We love you. God bless you.